Hey everyone, welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast. Um, guys, um, so guys, I got another update, and um, I'm here to get this out out of the way, off of my chest, because I I can't I can't keep dealing with this. Um, so the, this update says that um has something uh, has something to do with. Saquon Barkley, and, uh, it's arcing the living hell out of me, um, so without further ado, I'm, I'm just gonna talk about it, um, so it says right here that Joe Shane can't say if Saquon Barkley will be on the Giants in 2023, then right after that, I'm, I believe this quote came, I believe this quote came from Joe Shane, says, quote-unquote, ask him, so first we went from first we went from the Giants signing Joe so first we went from Saquon Barkley not showing up for OTAs and I was like okay you know I wasn't I wasn't too worried about that you know those OTAs you know like Saquon Barkley shouldn't work you know Giants Giants fans shouldn't worry about that it's OTAs who cares about OTAs? It's nothing but walkthrough practices. You know, it's really nothing. You know, and now the it's very obvious that the conversation has gotten from bad to worse because now Joe Shane he's speechless because he doesn't even know. I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm assuming some reporter asked him if Saquon Barkley's gonna sign the contract. And Joe Shane basically has no answer for that. And now we don't know if Saquon Barkley is going to be coming back for 2023. So it's very obvious that Joe Shane is going to draft the running back. Because if Saquon's not going to show up, then the Giants are going to have to draft him. Because you're not going to have Matt Breida taking, you know, a lot of snaps at running back. You know, and I'm not trying to be rude. You know, Matt Breida is a pretty good running back, but he's not Saquon Barkley. And now we don't not like, where do we go from here? You know, where, where do we go from here? And now it's, it sucks, you know, because Saquon wants to get paid. It's, it's obvious. He wants his money. You know, and he's not going, you know, and you guys heard me talk about this time and time again. And what what do I keep saying? I said there's a good possibility, there's a good chance that this guy might not want to play because he is going to want a contract. You know, and this, you know, this, this whole situation is kind of like the Lamar Jackson situation. Lamar, we don't know if Lamar Jackson's going to play for the Baltimore Ravens because Lamar Jackson didn't get a contract, a contract, uh, uh, get a contract extension from the Ravens, um, front office, you know, so we don't know what the hell is going to happen, but who cares because it's the running back spot. I don't care. I've been hearing that time and time again. I don't care if the running back position is careless. What is so the reason why I care so much is because Saquon Barkley makes everything work. He makes Daniel Jones better. He makes this offense roll to end zones and scores seven points. 
So let me ask you guys a question. Do you even think that there's a, there's any other running back? And I understand that this. I I understand. Don't get me wrong. This is a deep running back draft class. But can any of these run? Can any of these prospects that played? Can any can any of these prospects that played the running back position? Can they? Can they? Can they? Can they show the same support that Saquon Barkley shows on a game on a on a game day basis? Can they make the? Can they make the big plays? Can they catch every pass? Can they juke every defender? Can they can they carry a 300-pound defensive lineman with them in Yenzo? I don't think so. Because the only running back can do that in this draft class is B. John Robinson. And hello, we're not going to get B. John Robinson because B. John Robinson's not going to go to the Giants. Because the Giants' biggest need is not the running back spot. It's center. It's wide receiver. It's cornerback. We don't need a running back in the first round. But... Apparently we are because Saquon doesn't want to doesn't want to play because we are not going to pay him because he wants the money that he that he does he wants he wants the money that he well believes he deserves which is basically fourteen or fifteen million dollars but the Giants can't afford him that because according to Joe Shane there are there are no great offers right now. The Giants have a lot of, of, and maybe I should calm down because I mean, the Giants do have other players. They gotta, they gotta get signed. They do gotta sign Dexter Lawrence. They do gotta sign these other players that need big time contracts. Andrew Thomas, he needs to get a contract. Xavier McKinney, sooner or later, he's going to get a contract. I mean, there are so many contracts that the Giants have to deal with, but you always want to, you like if you're a fisherman, you always want to catch the great. You always want to catch catch the biggest bait in the sea. You all, you know, like if you're homeless and you have nothing to eat, you're gonna have you're, you're gonna you're gonna want to catch a big mouth bass, you know, because you're hungry and you you know and it's delicious. So you 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 you, you, rile, you, you know you grab your fishing pole, you get the worm, and hey hey. You roll up that bit, you, you you catch that big mouth bass, and you roll it up, and you cook it. That's kind of like Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley is the biggest fish in the sea. He is the biggest player on this offense. And when, if we don't catch, look at, if you don't catch that big mouth bass, you're going to die of starvation, and you're not going to have anything to eat. That's the same thing with Saquon Barkley. You're not going to have a player, you're not going to find a player that shows the same tendencies, shows the same support that Saquon Barkley does. And that's why we need to pay him. Because if we don't, what's going to happen? Now, I did say yesterday, I did say, oh, it, uh, Daniel Jones can do this all by himself. I mean, we all saw what this guy did against the Green Bay Packers in London with a bloody hand and a messed up ankle. He, he, Saquon Barkley was dealing with, he was, he was, his shoulder, I think his shoulder was nagging him or something. Saquon Barkley was out for a little bit. Daniel, no Saquon Barkley in sight. And Daniel Jones goes out of his way and takes this offense limb by limb. And he takes this offense down the field and scores a touchdown against a supposedly great Packers defense and scores a touchdown. You could take that and you could now a lot of people can take that into consideration. 
You know, because look at Daniel Jones just said. He just did that without Saquon Barkley, supposedly the best player on this offense. So, now we get to... So, I mean, you can use, you can use that, you can use that, you know, whatever. You can use that sequence to maybe calm me down. But, no. Because... If you don't have great offense, which includes having a great running back, your quarterback's not going to succeed. And I'm not saying Daniel Jones can't do that. But whenever Saquon's on the field, Daniel Jones' numbers are better when he's off the field. And that's why we need to sign Saquon Barkley. Yet again, I'm not trying to say that we can't sign. Yet again, I'm not trying to say that Daniel Jones can't do it. I'm pretty sure there's another good running back out there. I mean, I named a few of them a few days ago. So I just... It's basic. It's very clear that this whole, this whole situation is not getting any easier. Because Saquon wants to get paid. But Joe Shane has no great offers. So maybe Joe Shane's saying that because he had... Maybe he's using all that money on other players that he needs to sign as well, you know, so, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's hard, you know, because, you know, it's hard, because Saquon, he just, he's the biggest, he's just, he is a generational talent, and when you have a generational talent, on an offense, you know, that that really has nothing else going for him besides a, a quarterback that is ascending, you know. I mean, that ascending quarterback has to use that one that one greatest piece. But I mean, you could take in, you could take into consideration now that Daniel Jones does have a pretty good tight end when healthy and Darren Waller now that he has a pretty good wide receiver in Paris Campbell, a pretty good wide receiver, you know, some really good wide You're getting Darius Layton back. You're getting Isaiah Hodgins back. You got, you know, you're getting all these really good guys. You're getting all these guys that are, that you have a great connection with. You're going to be playing with them once again. Daniel Bellinger, he's going to be coming back. The offensive line will get better, you know. And yeah, you do got your coaching staff back. But at the end of the day, and what I'm about to say kind of relates to everything I said yesterday. If Saquon doesn't want to play this season, obviously everything, you know, everything starts and, you know, everyone, like everyone nowadays says this, everything starts and ends with the quarterback. You know, everything starts and ends with quarterback. Like if Daniel Jones, like, I mean, Daniel Jones, if you actually think about it, if Saquon's not out, if Saquon's out, I mean, no Giants fan should worry. Because, I mean, Daniel Jones, before, he didn't have anyone to throw to besides Saquon Barkley. But now you take Saquon Barkley out, out of the equation, and now you have guys like Darren Waller, Paris Campbell, guys who can make plays for you. And let's say the Giants draft a, a really good wide receiver or somehow trade for some veteran wide receiver from some other team. And Daniel Jones, he has those guys to throw to. It's kind of like a pattern, you know. So you can also take that, and in, in, uh, you can also take that into consideration. Um, but look at 
it sucks. Um, the so it looks like, according to what people are saying about the whole situation, um, uh, basically there's nothing going on with Saquon Barkley, but there is some. There are talks that are ongoing with Dexter Lawrence as well. You know, um, which I also mentioned. Maybe the Giants are focused on other players that they need to get signed, you know, that are important as well to their roster. And maybe they somehow, you know, that's why I mentioned maybe there's a good possibility that the Giants talk to Saquon Barkley about contract negotiations after the draft, you know, because maybe they somehow get all these players signed um, for the draft, you know, um, and then they focus on Saquon Barkley once they get other guys that they drafted that they need and they sign all the players that they need to sign. Um, look at the at a time at a time when the 2023 NFL draft dominates everything else for Giants general manager Joe Shane, the approach with two of the best players on the team continues to vary. Saquon Barkley has yet to sign the franchise tender that would pay him 10 million 10.1 million dollars for the 2023 season and offer him no security beyond that. You know, he turned down a contract offer averaging 12.5 million dollars during the November bye week. Uh, November bye week, and after the season, turned down a slightly enhanced deal that averaged 13 million dollars annually. After that, the Giants put the franchise tag on him, and that is where it stands. With Saquon Barkley not allowed to participate in the off-season workout program, and the Giants leaving it, you know, the way it is for now, with excuse me, with their best running back and playmaker, you know. Look at what Joe Shane said at his pre-draft press conference made a lot of sense. You know, he was saying when we had the conversation with Saquon, it was known we were going to let it. We're it was known we were going to uh, get to a certain point, and then we were going to move on and regroup it at some other time. Joe Shane said he has not spoken with Saquon Barkley in three or four freaking weeks. Like I said before, the Giants have until July 17th, you know, to sign Saquon to the franchise center or agree to a new deal with the uh, to agree um, a new deal with Saquon. You know, um, obviously Saquon's not happy about the tag. You know, no, you know, I mean, it, it's kind of it's, it shouldn't be a surprise though. I mean, no player in the NFL, you know, especially the ones that have a lot on their plate and. The ones with the biggest chip on their shoulder, the ones that have to show, uh, sh- the ones that they, the ones that believe they proved they deserve the money, they're gonna get ticked off because hey, I did all, I did all of this for this franchise, and you can't even pay me what I deserve. Well, it's not that no one, it's not that they didn't want to pay you. It's because you're playing a position. Saquon Barkley's playing a position. That no one really cares about. He's playing a position that gets paid less, and he's playing a position that doesn't snap the ball. The court, Daniel Jones, the Giants paid Daniel Jones because Daniel Jones plays the more important position. He is a quarterback, and it's not easy to find another quarterback in this damn league, you know. And you know, and quarterbacks get paid twice as more. And running backs. The highest paid quarterback is Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson got $255 million. 
The highest paid running back is Christian McCaffrey. That's how much money Christian McCaffrey has. He has only $16 million. The numbers are different. You know, owners and GMs care more about quarterbacks than running backs. Because you look at the MVP conversation, there's nothing but quarterbacks. The only not the only player that didn't play quarterback that was in the MVP conversation was Michael Parsons. And Michael Parsons didn't he he doesn't even play running back. He's a defensive edge rusher or linebacker. You know? So you know it, you know and contract number contract extensions also prove it too. Quarterbacks get paid big they get paid they get they get bigger contracts and get they get paid more money. You know? And it's not easy to find a ring. It's not easy to find another quarterback, you know. And the Giants, there's no way the there's no other like all the quarterbacks in the free agent market were not good. There was not a good. There were not. There was not a good of selection of quarterbacks that the Giants were that the Giants were willing to get over Daniel Jones. And the Giants were going to try to trade Daniel Jones. No one was going to want him. Like, who's going to want a quarterback that only threw 15 touchdowns? They're not going to accept that. You know, and you're not going to get a top quarterback in the draft, you know, unless you somehow trade down, trade down a great asset of players and some draft capital to that other team. There was no way the Giants were going to get rid of Daniel Jones. He was, he was going to stay regardless. You know, so that's why that's why the Giants didn't sign. The Giants didn't sign. They didn't sign Saquon Barkley because they didn't like. Him. They signed him because he's. They signed him because of the position he plays. And like I said, running backs, running backs are careless now. Running backs are cared less in the NFL nowadays than they were back then. You know, so that's all I'm saying. Um. So obviously, look. Like I was saying, Saquon's not happy about getting the tag. Obviously, no players appreciate getting tagged. And look at, look at, I may be wrong. Maybe you know it remain. Look at, it remains to be seen if the it remains to be seen if he will play on it, on it this season. You know, um, Joe. You know, um, when Joe Shane was asked if he is optimistic that Saquon Barkley will be on the team at the start of the season. And this and this scared me and irked the hell out of me. And whenever you know, and his answer to that question keeps on replaying in my head. And I have a bad sour taste in my mouth every time I think about it. Joe Shane certainly did not answer in the affirmative. You know, Joe Shane said, You have to ask him. I'm not sure. I don't know what his plan is. That was from Joe Shane. And when he said that, that scared me. You know, Joe Shane also said he spoken. He has spoken this week with Dexter Lawrence representatives, and the dialogue is good there. Like I was saying, Joe Shane is probably not focused on Saquon Barkley. He might focus on Saquon at the end, you know, and he's probably focusing on the players out. He's probably focusing not just on Saquon, but the entire roster, you know. You know, given the right, obviously given the rising market for high-end defensive tackles, it is safe to say to state, Dexter Lawrence is looking for a four-year deal, averaging at least $22 million, you know, which is a pretty good deal. You know, um, this guy is currently on the books for $12.4 million for the season. 
you know, um, Joe Shane was saying we've had good conversations with Dexter's representatives, and we'll see where that stands moving forward. You know, Dexter Lawrence, you know, obviously Dexter, Dexter Lawrence, he was another player that didn't participate in the voluntary, uh, he, he didn't volunteer, he didn't volunteer, he didn't volunteer, uh, he didn't volunteer in OTAs, you know, um, obviously, you know, Joe Shane was saying that's his decision. Dexter knows how we feel about him, and he knows he's an important part of the organization. Now, look, if obviously if Saquon plays on the franchise tag, he he's not going to be under contract in 2024. You know, right after the 2023 season ends, he's going to be a free agent. Um, you know, Joe Shane said that. Joe Shane said that will not necessarily impact the need or desire to look for a running back sometime in the upcoming draft. Joe Shane said, I'm not going to rule any position out. <sighs> you know, I mean, clearly Joe Shane's clip tone when asked about Saquon Barkley reveals he's not comfortable making, pub- making public this particular con. Uh, contact entanglement. Now, obviously, look at Saquon Barkley is one of the most popular and high-profile players in this organization, and he's coming off a season in which he was healthy and a big contributor. You know, this guy had career highs: 1,312 yards rushing to a team that was one of the league's biggest surprise success stories. Now, this is. You know, this is a case where Joe Shane has to separate his personal feelings and his business approach. You know, he was asked if he is good at this. You know, Joe Shane was saying, no, not really. It's tough. These guys, they're around. They work hard. We had a heck of a season last year, and you become close with them, and it's hard. You do not, uh, you do have to separate it. I'm not going to say I'm good at it because at all. I'm not going to say I'm good at it because... There is a human element on both sides for them and myself. There is a business side to it. And in a perfect world, there's no salary cap and you can make everybody happy and pay everybody. You know, you know, that's the thing, right? You know, look at, obviously, look, that's something, you know, um, oh, Joe Shane continued. Joe Shane continued saying that's something I haven't been through before. Last year, we didn't really extend anybody from our roster. We signed some people from outside the building. So after going through a season with the players and this next step of the process, either it's extending or, or players leaving the organization, the human, the human element, that part stinks because you like all these guys and they put in a lot of work for you. It's tough to separate the business and the human element. You know, um, hearing Joe Shane say all that, you know, look at the way head coach Brian Dayball, you know, and Joe Shane are around the building and getting to know the players. Maybe both of those guys do more than most, but I think what we all need to understand at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you do become attached for sure. You know, um, and Joe Shane said something uh, very, um, very important. Um, he, he was saying on how, um, there, oh yeah, he was saying how there's a business side to it and in a perfect world, there's no salary capping. You can make everybody happy and pay everybody, you know, and that right there, it sucks, you know, like 
if, if the salary cap never existed, you know, I mean, none of this would have ever been a problem. I mean, if the salary cap existed, you know, Marshawn Lynch probably would have been on, like, Marshawn Lynch probably, Marshawn Lynch clearly would still be on the Seattle Seahawks, you know, because Marshawn Lynch, when he was beast mode, Marshawn Lynch was a monster when the Seahawks made a run to the Super Bowl against the New England Patriots, you know, um, like, Marshawn Lynch probably would have still been playing football, but, you know, the Seahawks let him go, and Marshawn Lynch, you know, he, he, uh, you know, um, he stopped playing football, and he started doing commercials for, uh, he started doing, he started to do live television, you know, so, it, it, it's kind of like that, you know, but, you know, this is how the NFL works, you know, you know, um, you know, it sucks, but, you know, like, the NFL, the way the NFL, the the way the NFL does their business, it's kind of like you when you go to a pet store, you know, um, and you gotta give up your, you know, um, and you gotta, you gotta give away some important animal that you thought, you thought to yourself helped you through your entire life struggles and you got to give him up because let's say he attacked someone and they called animal control on your pet and they had to take your you had to take your animal in so they could put it down you know it's kind of like that let's just take the putting down part away that's kind of like that same thing with the James Bradbury situation I mean, Joe Shane wanted to give away something. He wanted James, like Joe Shane didn't want, he didn't want to give away James. He didn't want James Bradbury to go away, but he had to because he didn't have the money to pay him. And you, we're now in the same, we're obviously now in the same situation with Saquon Barkley. And we know how Joe Shane, we all know what kind of a GM Joe Shane is. He's not afraid, you know, as much as it hurts him, I'm pretty sure he's not afraid to, you know, let away, let go players that he had a really good connection and relationship with, you know, so it sucks, but hey, we, there's still time, you know, the Giants have until July 17th to get a deal done, but so far, the, so far, the, so far, the, con- the situation with, Saquon Barkley is not looking too good. You know, but hopefully, like I said before, and like I always will say, hopefully it ends in a happy ever. Hopefully, hopefully this crazy situation ends happily ever after. But we don't know. But yeah, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed my long talk on this update. Um, hopefully we get some good news rather than some bad news. Hopefully the football guys can... Give us Saquon Barkley back. Hey, they got, hey, they got us Daniel Jones. Let's let's see if we can keep Saquon. But that's all I got to say about that. I hope you, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. I'll keep you guys updated for more news about the New York Giants. But until then, I'm out. Peace.